She Did It Her Way podcast, episode 217, five things I'm doing in my business before 2018. Hello and welcome to She Did It Her Way, a podcast dedicated to helping you launch a business that allows you the freedom to create from anywhere, design your own schedule in a way that supports you, and pursue what it is that lights you up. I'm Amanda Boleyn, your host, and it is time to do it your way. Okay, friends, we are almost halfway through December, which means that 2008 is quickly approaching us. And I wanted to take an opportunity and share with you guys the things that I am doing in my business before 2018 rolls around, which is crazy. And it's not overwhelming by any means, but I definitely do believe that sitting down, getting some of these things out on paper and putting them out into the universe, if you will, and to really prime the brain for what we want to expect from our business in 2018. All right, let's go ahead and dive in. So number one is forgiving yourself. And this is something that I have made the choice and decision is to forgive myself. And the reason why I put that as number one is because it is difficult for us to move forward from something when we haven't fully forgiven ourselves for something that we've done. And being an entrepreneur, it can make it extremely personable. It can make it extremely emotional. And it's easy to attach our self-worth to the success of our business. And ultimately, though, what we have to do is forgive ourselves. So this is for anyone who is holding on to any guilt or shame around your business for feeling as though you are not where you think you, quote unquote, should be by the end of 2017. And this is something that we have to let go because 2018 is a new year and a new year means that there are different perspectives. It's a new you. You've learned so much this past year. So really celebrate the things that you have done in your business and celebrate that because I know oftentimes as entrepreneurs too, we can get so focused on the things that didn't happen that we forget to celebrate those things that did happen. So again, remove any doubt and fear that 2018 will be like 2017. Okay, so the first one again is to really forgive yourself and acknowledge everything that you've learned in 2017 and know that 2018 is a fresh start and that you are a different person, you have different perspectives and different learning moments from 2017 that you are definitely going to apply in 2018. Number two, get real clear on who your business serves. Because when you are clear on who your business serves and you are so specific, it allows you to create tailored content, better understand your market needs and what products to offer so that you can make more money and grow the revenue in your business and it helps with overall planning. This is something that we are actually working on and going through right now what she did at her way. We've been around this in January is going to be our three-year mark, which is incredible and super exciting. But we've also challenged ourselves to figure out how can we even get more specific within the female entrepreneur niche? Because there are so many different types of businesses that we can start as entrepreneurs. But if we can get really specific on that type of 
business or service, then we can even show up in a greater way. I'm not going to lie. There is some of the FOMO, the fear of missing out. And if we niche down, who might we alienate or maybe not specifically serve any longer? And But that's part of a business. And trying to be everything to everyone will be nothing to no one. And so getting more clear and even more specific on who exactly you're serving so you know how to show up for that person. Now, number three is listen to Amy Porterfield's episode 183. Amy Porterfield is a podcaster and her podcast is Online Marketing Made Easy. Again, it's episode 183 and it's how to create your promotional calendar. I listened to this podcast earlier this week and it has definitely provided value with my business. And I'm going to go over some of the things that she talks about at a high level, but totally make sure you download that listen to that episode one of the so the first thing that she recommends in her uh, episode on how to create your promotional calendar is first write out what does a wildly successful 2018 look like just write it out from a stream of consciousness so when it is this time next year what will you be reflecting on where do you want your business to be How will you have shown up as a person and individual, not only in your business, but in your personal life? Will you have received any awards? And how do you imagine yourself like throughout the entire year? So write those things down. Don't think about it too much as you write them and just write it when it comes to mind and get it out on paper and really take some time quiet time to write it out and ask yourself and don't be afraid don't this is where I know that thoughts creep in about well that's not gonna come true or maybe our subconscious mind is telling us that we're not good enough don't listen to those acknowledge them and then move on and know that you can achieve whatever it is that you want in 2018 so again write down what a wildly successful 2018 looks like The second step of it is writing down what are your non-negotiables. And this is a really great question to prime your brain and set boundaries for what you want for yourself in the next year. So for example, one of mine is if it isn't a hell yes, then it is a no. And it's really practicing that muscle to know the lukewarm feelings about, oh, I kind of, this sounds like something I might do, but it isn't a hell yes. And so really holding yourself accountable. This is, again, one of mine. This is one of my negotiable, non-negotiables. If, if it isn't hell yes, this, then it's a no. And it doesn't have to be yours by any means. But really setting those those benchmarks to keep yourself in check along the year. And then another one is, again, like stop doing things that don't excite me. And That might be something for you to really help clear out any sort of clutter because when we can remove distractions, we can be more focused in our business and then therefore we're putting more focus into it. We're putting more energy into it and what we put more focus and more energy into also grows. So again, writing out your non-negotiables and also declaring your number. So what is your business revenue goal. And if you're starting out, this can be a little intimidating, but hang with me because you still want to write down 
a number and write down a realistic number that you believe is achievable for you in 2018. This number may look very different if you're just starting out, uh, if you're still working at your corporate job as you build up your side hustle versus you've been running your business for a handful of years and versus this is the year that maybe you quit your corporate job and run your business full time. This is your number. No one else's. You get to decide. So don't don't worry about comparison. Don't compare it to anyone. Look at last year's numbers. Double it. Write down what you believe that you are capable of achieving and declare that number for 2018. And then another step is take a look at this past year and writing down things that what worked and what didn't work. And so a couple of things to give you an idea what she did her way, what worked is hiring a VA, being able to outsource a lot of the podcast production, being able to outsource a lot of the data entry work, pulling spreadsheets, going through, responding to email. That 100% worked. I've gotten so many hours back to my day to allow me to focus on the growth and direction of She Did Her Way. Another thing that worked was setting up systems and processes. Um, Although I definitely say I feel like we have a long way to go to set more processes in, but I can definitely, it's nice to feel the momentum of setting up a sauna and getting in a routine and, and cutting down the number of times that I need to touch something because I can either automate it or eliminate the process. Another thing that worked was the She Did Her Way Summit. That The summit in October was definitely something that worked, and I'm excited to continue doing that in 2018. Um, A couple things that didn't work for us is, and they could also, when you write things that didn't work for you, it could be just seen as things for improvement. So writing things down that didn't work doesn't necessarily mean that it's bad. It's just acknowledging, okay, this is what didn't work, and maybe I put it on, um, but it didn't necessarily click in 2017. And you can always go back and dive in, and you should dive into, okay, well, why didn't it work? Did it work? Did it not work because it really wasn't a priority and it didn't make sense for the business? Or maybe I just didn't allocate enough time to put focus there. So, But a couple of things for us uh, is not putting in the necessary time to grow the email list. And Going back up to the first thing that I said about getting real specific on your audience, I think part of the resistance around me focusing on growing the email list was a little bit of not having systems in place, but then also not being very clear on who it is that I'm actually specifically talking to and working through that. So that's one thing was the email and then also not having a full strategy at the beginning of 2017, not doing something like writing down my goals and going through the phases like Amy Porterfield recommends or getting clear on who is my target audience or my specific customer, right? Um, So those are the two things that definitely didn't work, but then also wanting to dive in and evaluate as to why, like I said, with the email list. The last thing to do after you've written down what's worked, what hasn't worked, is identifying the things that you enjoyed working on, what did your team like working on, and then writing down the things that you or your team disliked working on. And Amy, again, has a full list of questions that she shares with you in her podcast episode and then also in the download as well. And then the last question that Amy has you ask is, what's the stuff that I wanted to do but never got to? 
And then that goes back into what I was saying before, what didn't work necessarily is then you start uncovering, okay, why didn't it work? Did I really not want to do it? Was I resisting it? Does it Was it necessary to the business? And then you can start to unpack that and really identify if it's something that you necessarily need to put into practice in your business for 2018. All right. So the next step after, so step one was writing down what does a wildly successful 2018 look like, identifying your non-negotiables, and then looking um, at the past year of what worked, what didn't work. And then the fourth is writing down how you are going to make money in 2018 and in this step Amy recommends only looking at six months out because from her experience she looked at 12 months out last year and it just wasn't as productive or necessarily served her business as well as just going into six months Um, so writing out how you're going to make money is built into two phases so phase one is listing out all the ways that you can or could or did make money in 2017 or how you can make it in the future for 2018. So some of those ways, it could be a digital course, could be a service-based business, you could do a retainer, you could create um, an online store, you could do in-person events, virtual events, you could do speaking, you could do quote coaching, which is also known as group coaching guys. And then you could also do affiliates and writing down all the things that ways that you can make money in your business. So once you've written down the ways that you can make money, write down the amount next to each way. And remember to only think about it at six, you're only thinking six months. So January, February, March, April, May, and June. So once you write the the numbers next to it, see if it adds up to half of the amount of the number that you wrote down earlier in this exercise. And if it's not half the amount, then maybe go back and figure out how to tweak things. You can increase the number of people that you want to attend your events. You can increase your ticket price. You can increase the number of affiliates, but figure out where that North Star is for you. And then in phase two is writing out promotions for your calendar. So again, look at your calendar for the first six months and figure out when you want your launches to be. Then consider building in time for promotion for that launch or event or whatever that looks like and then build in time collecting information needed for that launch so you are backing into your launches and you're setting your calendar until you know where to focus your time and then the last piece that Amy um, suggests is consider any other projects that you may be working on throughout the year. So a web design, a rebrand, maybe there's family moments, maybe things are happening in your family or you're taking a family vacation, but getting those out, putting them on the calendar and being able to know when and how to either work around them or to prepare for them as well. And then the last step is review. So she wants you to look at all of your goals and everything that you have set and do you feel a little scared and ask yourself if you feel a little scared ask yourself if you were to pull this off are you excited and then who do I need to be in order for all of this to work who do you need to have on your team in order for this to work as well so reviewing on everything that you just spent time writing out And then getting excited and letting that motivation and that inspiration fuel you into 2018. So again, Amy Porterfield podcast episode 183. It's a great one. All right. Number four is identify what you are going to start doing and what you are going to stop doing. And I did this and these are definitely key things of things that I want to start doing and things that I want to stop doing. And so new habits that 
you want to form what are they what do they look like so for example i'm working on keeping my phone out of my bedroom so that i'm not tempted to scroll through social media before bed and right when i wake up and it's also to give myself a an electronic break I want to do things that I want to do more things that bring me joy. Maybe you want to give yourself space to do nothing. Maybe it's putting yourself first and not having any guilt or shame that you are putting yourself first. Because friend, I tell you that when being a business owner, girl, you got to put yourself first and you deserve to put yourself first because it is your business. And you may disappoint people. We may, I may, I know I have, we like it, it happens, but it's, your business and your business cannot thrive if you're not thriving. So put yourself first. Then what do you want to stop doing? So some of the things that I wrote down or might be of interest is stop making excuses as to why things can't get done. And for me also to stop pole vaulting over mouse turds. Stop making things to be this massive, massive project that I then start talking myself out of doing because it's so overwhelming. Um, letting go of a scarcity mindset. Stop overcommitting. Um, getting, letting go of FOMO, fear of missing out. It's going to happen. Yes, it's real. But then now you have a list of things that you're staying focused on. And so if it doesn't serve you and where you want to go in 2018, it's not worth feeling the fear of missing out. All right, let's do a little recap before we get into number five. So first one is forgive yourself. Two is get real clear on your business and who it serves. Three, listen to Amy Porterfield's episode. And four, identify where identify what you're going to start doing and what you're going to stop doing. And number five, research how you want to invest in yourself in 2018. What do you need in 2018 to grow your business, to launch your business, wherever you're at in your journey? It could be mindset training. It could be self-care. It could be online marketing training. I first identify what it is that you need. Then understand the different ways to invest in yourself. It could be listening to podcasts every other day, every day. It could be picking up certain books, attending events within your industry, like the Sheet at Her Way summits, to be able to connect with other female entrepreneurs and get information from, from the speakers. It could be online course content to help learn how to grow your business. It could be joining a mastermind. It could be signing up for a weekend retreat just to unplug and to be able to give you some space. Those are the five things that I'm doing before the end of 2017 in order to set myself up for success in 2018. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you haven't already, head on over. Join our Facebook group, Her Way Community, to get plugged in. Meet other women who are also launching businesses just like you and who are in the early stages. And I can't wait to see you guys hanging out in the group. I hope you have an amazing weekend. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast episode. For more information, check out shedidherway.com. And if you enjoyed today's episode, I would love for you to leave me a review on iTunes and let me know what you think. Until next time, keep doing it your way.